Hey, hey guys. Hey everybody. We are so excited to have a very special guest with us. She was recently um, nominated as the one of the 40 under 40 recipients. And so we are super excited to announce that Courtney Paschal is our guest today. Um, with that being said, I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And we are the Chicks in Charge. So we are going to go ahead and bring Courtney on right now. We are super excited to hear everything she has to say from how she helps her helps keep her team engaged to what she does um, within her community and how involved she is. So without further ado, I will go ahead and bring her on board. Hey, Courtney, how Hi. are you? Hi, how are you? So good. We are so good. How are you doing? Good. It is a whopping 103 degrees here in Amarillo, oh. Texas. So doing great. Oh, wow, that's rough. I thought it was hot here today and it's only yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday is 105. So we went down a little bit. Wow. Yeah, that is so hot. So Courtney, uh, tell. first of all, we are so, so, so grateful to have you on the show today and a yes. huge congratulations for yes, being the congrats. recipient of 40 Under 40. We're so proud of you and we are so, so proud to call you a friend. Yes. Um, so, so give the audience that is listening today, um, give them a little bit of a background on, you know, who are you, where do you come from and what do you have to offer the automotive industry? So my name is Courtney Pascal. I have been married to my husband, Brad Pascal for next month will be four years. Some days it feels like forever. <laughs> Just kidding. And, um, I moved it to Amarillo, Texas in 2008, went to school for interior design was in there, um, did that for a few years and was in a vehicle wreck. And you oh, know, wow. I, when that happened in 2013, I was just like, what now? Like, what, why am I, why am I going through this? Came into the dealership and uh, got a vehicle and was offered a job. And uh, I had my dream job on the table, kitchen and bathroom designer. And I was like, this is it. I got this and uh, yeah, God had other things in pl planned. And so I took this job and I am now here. I've worked my way up. I've worked so hard. I've worked very long hours um, and, but I love it. I, you know, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that, that I've done, but I love it. And I'm so happy and grateful for everybody who I have met and um, everybody that, that is in the auto industry. There's so many great people that are in the automotive industry. So many people to look up to, too. Oh, yeah. And I love the fact that anytime I need help or have a question, all I have to do is, you know, I can just get on social media on LinkedIn and I can ask a question. And everybody is right there to answer me. You know, they they will email me, they'll text me, they'll say, hey, this is what I did. You might want to try this. Or people will just that come out from everywhere just wanting to help and i love that it's so amazing that we is have, we have such an amazing family here in the automotive industry mm -hmm. it's um i mean it's I, I call it the greatest family on earth yeah yeah the, it's it's a tribe for sure and i'm i'm super super blessed to be a part of it so so i have to know um how did you go from in, in designing the kitchen and bathroom to uh running the internet team? that was like, my question what was that transition <laughs> uh yeah it was a very weird trans transition it was a very hard transition going from kitchen baths windows siding soffit fascia all of that that's what i knew and i loved it mm -hmm. plus it was a monday through friday job mm -hmm. and automotive is not a monday through friday job 
No. And uh, so I started out as an assistant to the fleet manager. I worked for him for about a year and a half. Then I worked in the BDC. Then I worked in service BDC. I worked the service drive. Mm-hmm. And I decided very quickly in the service drive that that is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> that, nope, no, thank you. I did not want to be out there. So moved me back. I became assistant manager to our BDC. And I did that for about six years. And I loved it. I was, I loved it. I loved doing the training and helping people, teaching people, all of that. And then uh, in 2020, I got moved up. It's fulfilling. Um, that is so it's, awesome. It's crazy though, right? It's um, you never know what each day is going to entail, but it's also, um, I mean, the only word that, that that you can really use is is fulfilling. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And especially when you know the people that started with me move out to the sales floor, yep. and they, one of the guys actually became um, the rookie of the year last year. That's and awesome. so it's really cool to see like the things that I taught them um, and the things that they learned from the BDC, they're using it out on the sales floor. And it's so cool. I love, I love hearing that. They'll come out there and they're like, there's people that are older than me, but they'll still come back there and they're like, mom, mom, I sold a car today. And I'm like, <laughs> Good. I'm so proud of you. That's what I'm like the dealership mom. Yep. Exactly. I love that. So I, I've heard that question asked before. Um, is it better to have a BDC rep that was a salesperson first or have a salesperson that was a BDC rep um, first? So which do you think is more beneficial? So for us, I think what works here at my dealership is to be BDC first and then sales, because in the BDC, we train you on the vehicles first. We teach you to uh, the D, the CRM, the DMS, all of that, you learn back in the BDC. Mm-hmm. You learn how to talk on the phone and then you move out to the, the sales floor. We've tried it both ways. And where the BDC is at is we are stuck in the very back of the dealership. We have no windows. We don't see the sunlight. So going from walking the lot and seeing the sunlight to going to a room where there's no windows, that's really hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Sure. And so the transition that we did here is come to the BDC first and then move out to sales. Right. Right. And I think that um, my, and I, I agree with you hundred percent, I think, and uh, obviously so does Robin, she commented BDC to sales first, they will create great habits. Um, I think that when I look at it, I, I look at somebody who will properly utilize um, call, text and email as mm-hmm. it's supposed to be used Whereas the other way around, I think that they would be so focused on trying to get everything done on the phone as much as possible, as opposed to focusing on scheduling the appointment. Let's get them here in the store and see what we can do. Right. Absolutely. And they get to learn about how to talk over the phone and sell an appointment over the phone. Mm -hmm. Because that's what people want now. Right. So what do you what do you think the trickiest part of your position is? is something that I deal with daily and is going to be the lead lead handling. Oh, you're not doing it correctly. So-and-so gets this many leads. Why do they get this many leads? And that is something that I'm like, 
we're not, we've tried round robin and that did not work for us. It may work for other dealerships and that's wonderful. We just couldn't do it. We've tried the next up. We've tried it. We've tried everything. Um, and we don't have just an internet sales team. So all 27 of my reps get internet leads. And so I would say that's the hardest job is to figure out who works is going to work best with that customer. And so that's what my BDC does. They qualify the customer. You know, do they need somebody maybe a little bit more aggressive? Do they need somebody who's going to hold their hand? And that's more of my BDC agent's job is to pre-qualify all the customers and then let me know. And then I will get them with that sales representative. You have 27 BDC reps or is no. I've got 27 sales representatives oh. and I have seven BDC reps. <laughs> okay. So you were meaning when they assign um, like the, the lead to the sales rep, mm -hmm. that's when they start fighting over it. Oh yeah. The salesman. Yes. That's yeah. It's the, I don't think there's any probably way that you can do it where they will ever see it as fair. Yeah. And that's, I would say that's my bit, my biggest obstacle. Uh, that's all that I need. I need notes. I need confirming appointments. I need sales. So, so being a BDC rep, um, you know, that, that job in particular can be very repetitive. It can get, uh, burnout is likely in that role. You yep. know, how do you keep your team engaged and wanting to show up to work every day and wanting to give their 100% day in and day out and motivated and motivated? Yeah. Yes. So I was actually struggling with that and I didn't know what to do. So I spoke with my mentor, um, Fred Lenartz, and uh, he helped me come up with a solution. So what I did is I printed out hundreds and hundreds of questions, cut them out, and I uh, put, put it in a bowl. So then every day what we did was we called it the great news. So Fred actually every morning sends me an inspiration, inspirational quote. So once everybody gets here, then I announce the inspirational quote and I tell them, you know, thank you so much for everything that you guys do. I greatly appreciate you. Does anybody have anything? And that gives everybody in the room talking. Yes, everything went great. This is what we struggled with, you know, anything like that. Then everybody has a question and they can either choose to answer it or they can ask somebody and it could be, you know, anything. Would you rather, you know, find a, a parking spot or be stuck in the perfect parking spot? Or would you rather be stuck in traffic all day? Mm. Questions like that. And so that gets them thinking and they get to talking and it's a great team building exercise. Um, we actually just came up with yesterday a something for them to do. So starting next month, they will have to pick teams and there'll be two of them and they'll have to keep them, you know, each other accountable for their, their sales. And whichever team has the most sales, um, they can either choose to get a paid day off, they can choose to get lunch or they can choose to get a bonus. And so keeping them engaged in all of that and letting them pick what they win. They love that. That's, that's awesome. And I like that. That's definitely something that you should consider. I know I'm like, I'm like, it's getting my, my gears turning yep. too. I love, I love being able to change it up. We do a lot of, um, 
like games to try to keep them engaged and stuff like that. But after a while, even those kind of burn them out and they're like, okay, what next? Like kind of right. tired of the same old thing. Um, Absolutely. And one thing, one question that I asked oh, them all. Trouble's here. Trouble's here. Oh, trouble is here. <laughs> one thing that I, I asked them on Monday is when you die, what will you be remembered? What do you want to be remembered for? Mm -hmm. And then they were actually like, oh, you do this. Oh, no, you do this. And they were actually complimenting each other. And, you know, and it, you could see that, you know, it was like, oh, you've noticed that. Oh, I, you know, and by the time, like, they were, they all felt really good about themselves because they noticed that their peers and their coworkers were really noticing things about them. I think I heard, um, we sat in Fred and Lou's session at NIADA. Yep. And I think I actually might have the notes here on my phone. Um, I might not. Oh, nope, I do. Um, this is what I think is great about you um, was yep. was kind of like that. And so you go around the room and talk about each person. And this is what I think is great about you. And this is what I think is great about you and kind of start that up. And it just gets everybody in such a great mood. And then it's kind of like this volley thing yep. that happens back and forth. And then it's like a gal, yeah, well, this is what I think is great about you. And then just gets everybody's morale up. And that's like just such a great way to start the day. And I honestly forgot about it until right now when you said that, because conferences and yeah. they just get so much in your head. Um, but it's good to know that that is so good in action. Yep. Um, and we've got it. We definitely got to start that out for sure. I love that. Absolutely. And, and you know, at first it's really awkward. It, it was so awkward at first. I, I can imagine. And, uh, but after about a week, then, then you start to start to, you know, ramp up. And then, then after another week of doing that, then you kind of start to get bored. So that's when you have to start figuring out other ways to bring that in because there's only so many days in the week that I can tell you that I like your shoes. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to lie to somebody and be like, I like your shirt, but yeah, right. Right. Well, so I think, um, something else that I wanted to discuss too is, you know, Shasta and I know we, we also do, we're, we are a BDC, but we also do social media marketing as well. And so we know that dealerships, um, they struggle sometimes with getting out in the community and knowing where to fit into the community too. And I know that Street Toyota is big in community involvement, but also you personally are very big in your community involvement. Um, what do you think is the best way, if a dealership wanted to get involved in their community, what do you think would be the best way, best start to that? Oh gosh, there's depending on how what size your town is, it could be starting as being a loan executive for United Way. That's how I started out. Um, maybe go to any leadership classes. Uh, but you could always start with your local colleges, maybe high school teams, sponsor if you've got children or nieces or nephews, start sponsoring sponsoring their games. Love that. And Love that. that's how you can start getting your name out there. And then it's all word of mouth. So if you're looking to get into community involvement, oh, there's so many things that you, there's so many, like in Amarillo, there's over 300 501 3Cs. And so that's what I did was through a leadership class, just start looking. And I started going on my days off, going to all of these places and start asking them questions. Well, 
you know, what do you do? And it was all about feeling right until, you know, a year ago I walked into, it's called No Boundaries International. And I just felt like home and it was truly amazing. Um, We deal with um, human trafficking. So every Thursday, so tomorrow, I will wake up and that's what I do on my days off. So we usually start at 11 a.m. And I usually don't get home until about 1130 p.m. at night. Wow. Wow. So it's a a full day. And everybody knows here, don't bother me on Thursdays (laughs) because I'm I'm out in the community. That's that's super awesome. And I love that you're doing that with your community so much. Um, if if somebody was interested in learning more about No Boundaries, where would they where would they find more information? Yeah, you just go to uh, no boundaries international uh, dot com and everything's on there. We're a faith based nonprofit organization. So we deal with human trafficking. We do with homeless, um, you know, I'm around pimps. <laughs> groomers, prostitutes, and I love every single one of them. We love them all. And um, it's so great to to be able to, to, you know, look at somebody in their eyes and maybe they've never heard, ever heard, I believe in you. I love you. And for me to get, get there and hug them and say, I love you. And that is so cool. It is. is. It's it just is. so cool. That's awesome. And it's got to be so fulfilling and rewarding just to just to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. Like my relationship with God has just exploded in the last year. And ultimately, that's where I wanted to be. That's what I was missing in my life. And I kept always thinking in the last five years, like my husband, Brad, he can attest to this. I would tell him I am so much more than an Internet manager. Yeah, I'm missing something. What am I missing? And and I found it. And it's once you figure out what you're passionate about and what you can do to help people in your community, it is, it is so amazing. It's, it really is not only feels good, but to know that you are making a difference in somebody's life. That's what it's about. It's all about helping people, loving people. And it doesn't have to cost you anything but your time. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm going on my first mission trip uh, next month. Where are you going? To St. Cloud, Minnesota. Nice. Awesome. Yes, for the Mike Silva um, International. So we will be actually going there and we will um, be doing the motel outreach. We'll be going into right. strip clubs because I'm in, I'm in strip clubs on Thursday nights and I minister to the girls and, and bring them gifts. And so we'll do that there in St. Cloud, Minnesota. And I mean, we'll do it all. And so I'm so excited. That is, I'm, I'm just so proud of you. I am proud yes. to be, to even know you. I am ex- so ecstatic that Brad introduced us a couple of years ago at Digital Dealer. Courtney, I think that you're an amazing human. And I'm Thank super, you. super excited to see the rest of your journey and all of the other amazing things that you're going to be doing. I can't wait to connect you with more um, more people that I know that... Um, that aren't doing this that I know would if they if they knew this was yep. like a thing um, and just kind of, you know, maybe need that guidance. Um, Absolutely. And definitely would, I mean, just need that first step or even just that, hey, this is somebody who's doing it and, you know, here's her story um, because you're a guiding light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you know of anybody you, you wanna get involved, you just don't know how or where to start, 
you know, send me a message. I would love to help you. We can research it and, and figure out what, what's going to be best. Uh, so back in 2020, I did a, uh, if you're a manager here, you have to go through a program. It's called Leadership of Amarillo and Canyon. And so once a month, you actually go to all these nonprofits here in Amarillo and Canyon, and you get to learn about them. And after going through this, I mean, that's when I was like, okay, this is it. Amarillo is amazing. It needs to be cleaned up and it needs help. Where do I start? That's awesome. I love that. So, so we know the amazing personal benefits that you're getting from, from this and all the amazing things that you're doing in your community, but what, you know, what's the, let me, let me try to think of the right way to phrase this, but you know, what, um, what are dealerships missing by not getting out in their community? Oh gosh. Well, one thing is, is that name and if you don't get out in your community and show that you actually care, then, I mean, people, why, I hate saying this, but why should they buy from you? Exactly. If you're not in, making a, a difference and you're not, you know, having your employees go out and about and showing your community that you've got their back, you're there to help, then you're going to lose sales from that. You know, we get, we get leads, we'll go to, um, it's called Sod Poodles. So Sod Poodles game that, you know, Street Toyota, they put their logo on, they sponsor all this. Can't tell you how many people will come up and they're like, hey, I'm looking for a car. Can you help me? Absolutely. There's a lead. Right. So when I get back to work, I contact them and say, hey, this is what I've got. You know, are you interested in this? Get them in and they sell. That's a sold by having our name up in that stadium. Right. I love that. It's it's um, the ultimate brand awareness, top of oh, mind yeah. awareness. And it's the, I don't want to say crappy thing because it's not crappy, but the it, there's a tough side of it because at the end of the day, you do still have to consider business while doing the thing that is good. And, yes. and you are still, while you do want to do what's good and you're invested in helping people, there is a business aspect to it as well. Mm -hmm. And how can I do this if I'm going to do this? Um, you know, if I'm um, giving away, you know, t-shirts or whatever, if I'm giving away water bottles, can I slap a logo on there and get some brand awareness out of it? Like, what's it going to hurt? It's not going to, you know, cost the person anything. It's not going to hurt them at all. But yep. if I can do this and help the business as well. Well, and I think too, you know, we've learned from, as we talk about a lot, Roper Kia here in town mm -hmm. is that a lot of dealerships, they, they do get out in their community. They do a lot of mission work, but a lot of times they won't post it either. Yes. And the reason being is because they don't feel like it's the right thing to do to publicly post a um, act of kindness. And although I don't disagree with that statement, at the same time, from a business perspective, you are a leader in the community, whether you know it or not. And so whenever you are posting those things to your social networks, you are getting the word out there that you are doing this thing and other people can too. And should too. And should, yeah. Like yeah. Our, our friends here at Roper Kia, um, gosh, for years, and Robin and I um, have done it as well, 
um, back when we both worked there, this, this is how long they've been doing it. Every every month that has a fifth Friday, um, on that fifth Friday, they go and make breakfast for um, the unhomed people at Watered Gardens, which is a local unhomed shelter, I think is what they're called now. Um, and we, uh, we would go and make breakfast for them. We would bring in all of the supplies that were needed. Um, eggs, bread, orange juice, I mean, whatever, like five o'clock in the morning. And so we would stand there, we would make all this breakfast for them, have just, I mean, we would have fun. We would laugh and joke. And it was fun for us, honestly. Like it wasn't a chore. It wasn't mm -hmm. a headache. Like, and you'd think it would, like, you got to get up so early in the freaking morning. Cause right after that, you got to go to the dealership. Um, but no, it was fun because then afterwards when you're serving these people and then you get to go and sit and eat with them and learn their stories, how did you end up here? Um, you know, what are you doing to um, to get reintegrated back into into, you know, your community to find a job, to find a, a new home? All of these things you get to learn more about what's going on in your in your local community and what you can do to help more. Absolutely. And I also think that it's it's about how you post it on social media. Yep. That can really change the way that people think about it. If you just post like, oh, uh, you know, we we got $100,000 and we're bragging about how much we gave them, you know, maybe that is going to turn a lot of people off. But if you just have the pictures of your employees going out there, just like what you said, and going out there and showing that they are making a difference, then that's okay to post. I, I created a why buy from us with um, my with honest digital and it's why buy from us on our homepage banner and you can click on that and you can see all of our pictures that we're involved in in the community and everybody that we sponsored. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love that. Yes. Yeah, it took it took us about seven months to make. I bet. Oh, I bet. That's I'm a, sure it took a long time. You guys are a big store. Yes. And Amarillo is a big city that mm -hmm. that I imagine you guys get involved in a lot of projects and the different staff and different departments. Um, yeah, that that would be massive. I can imagine. <laughs> yep. But it, once they see like there's 170 employees here, and so there's times where with they're doing a community involvement. You know, we're doing like a like a, I don't know, a golf thing, you know, everybody wants to to take the day off and go play golf. But right. then when you go and you go feed the homeless or something, you won't have anybody that will go and sign up for that. And so, but once you sit, come back to work and you're like, that was so much fun, you know, you sit there and you brag about it, then all of a sudden you're going to have more people next time mm -hmm. and then more people next time. Yeah. That's that's um it's interesting when it's when it seems like fun they'll do it but if it seems like a chore they won't which right just like I mean it's it, it's just like kids like that's all it is yeah it's <laughs> it's, it's kids they're just they're just large children Gosh. <laughs> uh, what would what would you say um getting a little bit off topic here but speaking of all of the fun things that you guys do get to do in Amarillo um what would you say you love most about um living in amarillo and getting to be a part of the community in amarillo you know outside of the dealership um you know you and brad you as an individual not just a member of the dealership 
Ooh, that's a that's kind of a tough question. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say, you know, I love my my family at No Boundaries International. I've been there for a year, and uh, they are my family. And so that's how ultimately I gotten involved. Um, actually, do you guys have time for a quick story? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so it was a few months ago. I actually was going to speak at DSES. And I told them, I said, I want to speak and I want to do the, for the top idea. Can I, if I win that and I win money, the dealership, can you please, um, you know, match that and let's buy us a car because we're having to use my personal vehicle to go drive everywhere. And I'm putting in all these miles and I'm leasing Uh and yeah, yeah. So Anyway, next day, my GM calls me and he says, hey, there's a gentleman here. He doesn't want to trade his vehicle in. He doesn't want to sell it. He wants to uh, donate it to a nonprofit. Do you know of a nonprofit? And I'm like, I can't even speak. <sighs> I can't even speak. I'm like, uh, and he's like, Courtney, do you know of one? And I'm like, yes, yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Is this a joke right now? And, uh, and so he... He was like, okay, um, call your director at No Boundaries and see if they're interested. I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably should before I just say yes. But, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, so, I got a car. <laughs> yeah, I, I got us a car. And it was just, you want to talk about crying at the dealership. Um, but it was truly phenomenal. And so I, I think that that also impacted, you know, and that's, that customer that donated the vehicle to us, He never would have found out about no boundaries if he didn't come up here and buy a vehicle from us. Yeah, that's amazing. So how did he find out about it when he came and purchased? Was it, you guys have banners or? Nope, so he came in and he just said, I wanna donate this vehicle. I don't wanna trade it in or sell it. You know, I'm buying this other vehicle. Um, He said, do you guys know of a nonprofit? And then, so my GM knew that I was doing this and we needed a vehicle because the day before I just asked him about it. And uh, yeah, so then the the customer showed up with the vehicle and uh, the back full of clothes. That's amazing. And a check for $500. You best believe I was on, I was out in the showroom, ugly crying. I bet. Oh my gosh. Wow. And I'm like, this random guy, I'm like, can I hug you? Can I just hug you right now? (laughs) That is so, I love that story so much. That is, that is 100% intervention, like divine intervention, 1000% that, I mean, undeniably. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It it was so cool. They still have that vehicle? Does, yes. That's a good question. Yes, we use it to, to go do motel outreach and we use it to go to the strip clubs. So that way my personal vehicle is about the strip right. clubs. <laughs> well, yeah, that could, that could be. <laughs> hey, so, uh, I was just driving by the strip club and I saw your car there. Is there something you want to tell me? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, yeah, I was at the strip club. What yeah. of it? <laughs> oh, that's such an amazing story. Yeah, so if you can get involved in your community because that's... I mean, that's all what it's, what it's about. We're here to help people. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, well, and I think that Shasta said yesterday, you know, when, or Monday, whenever we were on our call, Courtney, you know, 
I don't think that people realize that these are our neighbors. These are the people that live across the street. These are the kids that go to school with our kids. These are our kids' mm -hmm. friends, our kids' yeah. friends' parents that need help. And we have the ability to help them by just donating our time. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I love it. My husband gets to, to come with me every so often and um, he loves it. And so it's, it, that's fun for us to, to be able to, to do together. Yeah, that's really awesome bonding time and getting to do that with your husband is amazing. Yeah. I love that so much. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We thank have thoroughly enjoyed you, you being here and hearing everything that you have to say and everything that you have to offer. You are an absolutely remarkable human and we yes. are so blessed to call you a friend of ours. Thank um, you. So, Will I, you be at any conferences um, through the rest of the year? Oh, yes, I will be at um, Driving Sales in September. I'm actually speaking with Fred and we're talking Ooh. about how to keep your your employees engaged and nice. pumped up. And then I'm speaking at Digital Dealer with Parker Evanson. And we are going to talk about getting how your community involvement in SEO can uh, get you leads and sales. Awesome. Nice. Those that's, are both be great sessions. Yeah, that's super exciting. We will also be at Digital Dealers, so we will make <gasps> yay pop into mm -hmm. your session when we're there. So. Yes, that's yay. awesome. Well, um, where can people reach you if they have more any questions about whether it be no boundaries or the internet sales department? Where can people reach you at? Oh, they can email me. They can text me. Do you want me to give you my phone number? Yeah, you can. Okay, it, my phone number is eight zero six six four zero. 8215. What's your email? C-P-A-S-C-H-A-L at street-toyota.com. Thank you so much, Courtney. And I have Thank just, oh, looks like Robin did as well. Robin put your phone number and I put your phone number and email in the phone. Thank you. Thank you, Robin. So you guys have everything that you need to reach Courtney. And with without further ado. Without yeah. further ado, guys, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. So in a world where you can be anything, remember to be kind. So whenever you go out into the world this week, remember to light it up. We have been the chicks in charge, and I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And we hope that I'm you Courtney. light it up this week. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and have a great rest of your week. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> <It's me. laughs>